on several episodes ago. Straight fire from jump all the way around. Nice. That's that's the kind of stuff I like. I like when it's like immediately the good stuff. Like instantaneously from like the moment it starts all the way to the last drop. 
You don't right. find stuff like that. No. No. I see a lot of people complain about like the new music and stuff like that. So you got to take, you know, one of the things that makes me me, and I think this is what I'm starting to realize is like, I like taking new stuff and I like mixing it with the old and the new so that it can, you, you know, I can give you the business. I want to give you the business, you know, the Mr. On Point way. Mr. On Point, that's right. You know, I, I want to give you the business the right way. Because, yeah, everybody else might have their way of doing it. You know, but when Mr. On Point's on that set, it's a wrap. You know, I'm not I'm not here to play. I'm here to give you the business. Get in, get out. Mm-hmm. Perfect. That's, that's, that's just about right. <laughs> um kind of want to like switch gears for a second and mm. you know wanted to do a quarantine check-in how the hell are you doing about this is I'm, it I'm has it gotten on your nerves yet no no you know because i'm i'm always in the crib and you know i'm always you know just uh you know, I, I don't mind being in the crib homebody all team homebody all day <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I mean, I wish I could be comfortable with that, like all the time, like in a way. Yeah, a lot of people do. A lot of people do wish that, but I think, you know, what's crazy about it is, uh, you know, people are dying, you know, left and right, and I think when that's scary enough. <laughs> yeah, and and that's where it's like. Do I take a chance or do I not take a chance? So we're all basically involved in a big ass catch twenty two. We're damned if we do, but then we're damned if we don't. So it's like, what are we supposed to do? You know. But I'm cooling. I'm I'm cooling. I'm I'm having my own quarantine. You know. I'm I'm social distancing myself from you know all the negative energy. I am trying my hardest, but. I don't have that sort of like supportive setup where if I wanted to like be like, hey, let's, you know, go in the car and go to the store and get something real quick. I actually, you know, like have to go on an as neat basis, which is only the time I go out is if I need to re like re up on something real quick, you know, food, you're never, you're never, you're never going to have enough of it because, you know. You're gonna need that, you know, like showering materials. You never, you, you know, if you're washing your body, you're running out of stuff. Right. Eventually. <laughs> so, you know, those type of things, I'll have to pop in and out of the house for like every week or so, at least once a week, and then the rest of the week I stay home. Um, Instacart, like ordering things, uh, I'm not having the best luck with that lately. <laughs> uh, so. That's the reason why I had to go out instead of using Instacart. I only Amazon? need one. Amazon. I'm afraid to use Amazon because everything is like drastically back ordered. Um, it makes no sense in having Amazon Prime anymore because it just ain't. You know, everything is back ordered. Um, wow. Most of my Amazon orders consist of coffee, sweaters, and phone chargers. Which I need one of those, <laughs> by the way. So yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, <laughs> and, you know things like that. So I'm like, okay, well, I do want coffee, but I'm afraid that where it's coming from might have the rotas, and I don't want no rotas in my coffee, man. So I don't know. 
I would just be like, you know, coffee, you can live without it. You just gotta use what you have. Um, Instacart, they've been bringing people some moldy ass bread, man. This is nasty. You, you know, you know what? Um, I'm gonna say this too. You know, I think this is a Mr. On Point thought. Okay? Mm-hmm. This all the businesses out there. All the businesses right now. If you know you're closed and you know you ain't got no customers coming in like that. What needs to happen is all these businesses need to meet up some way, somehow. And everybody involved in that business needs to sit down and be like, okay, look, how do we get our customers or our loyal fans back to where they were? Because if this were a regular day, Shout out to Logan Airport. Logan mm-hmm. Airport is awesome. Mm-hmm. I like it. But it don't make no damn sense why a regular flight from here to either Cleveland or Detroit is like an arm and a leg and some change. Hell no. It's crazy. But now that when you go on land and you look, you know, flights is like... Uh, uh, I'm, in some cases, somebody just told me uh, last week a flight from here to Cali is like twenty bucks. What in the entire hell? Really? <laughs> somebody was making jokes like, "Yo, I got I got Bible study in Jerusalem because my flight is like five dollars." <laughs> like, really? <laughs> I'd have been like, "Don't you wish?" I'd have been like, "Don't you? Yo, wish. Don't you wish?" <laughs> <laughs> And they had on a freaking hazmat suit, all types of stuff on, a scuba shoes on. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, unrealistic, yo. <laughs> wow. Nah, like, if it were possible to be like, hey, hmm, you know, flight from here to Ohio is like 20 bucks right now why not pre-schedule it for like i don't know next year in february Listen, man is is and you know that that's <laughs> part one of what i'm gonna say part two is this i know a lot of people i haven't seen you do this but i know a lot of people i see a lot of people on my page okay mm-hmm. they want to emphasize about you know wanting to go places and want to do stuff you know all that's good but when and if you know that there are people dying from this, this is this is this isn't even a virus to me. At this point, it's a disease because mm-hmm. pretty like, much <laughs> your immune system is 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 uh, no, none of our immune systems are, are strong. Nobody's is. Yeah, everybody's built differently, but none of our immune systems can be like ah. I can take on this virus at any given time. Because at the end of the day, I just seen something last week where um, a young lady, she said uh, she got it and she recovered from it and then it hit her again. Oh, shit. So, it's like... (laughs) No, and then, you know, we got celebrities passing away or, you know, being quarantine self-isolation and all that you know god rest um rest in peace to uh dj lance out of brooklyn you know he passed away jazzy mm-hmm. jeff was in the hospital i mean so it's like 
it's all over the place. But for those of y'all crying about not being able to go anywhere, not you per se, but those of y'all crying about not going anywhere, you better be lucky. They saying, look, <coughs> excuse me, you can go from your house to the store and back. Take your ass on out. Do what you need to do. Come back home. Yo, I hear it, you know. I hear it, because with this coronavirus shit, you're dying alone. No one's able to see you. And if nobody comes to claim, like, who you are as a, you know, now you're a freaking lifeless corpse, um, they'll just mark you as a Jane Doe and freaking turn your ass into ashes. And and that's, that's the it. weird part, too, because, like, now my question in my mind is, all right, well, like, what, what do we do with people who have lost loved ones like you know now that there are people plenty of people who can say yep I lost loved ones due to the virus you know mm-hmm. there's gonna be mad funerals between next year and like 22 this is it yo this is it um a lot yo, of people I hear it you know just don't know they don't know It's crazy because, you know, that's the thing I'm wondering, like, what the hell? Like, that's the worst part, you know? Like, people aren't thinking about it. They're sounding extremely ungrateful. I mean, they're actually being like that. Like, lucky they even said you can go to the store, you know? Like, for me, like, I, you know, I was just talking about how, you know, I go to the grocery store and I make sure I go as early as possible mm. in the morning so that I don't eat crisp nobody and I maintain my social distancing, put on my gloves, wrap a scarf around my face and everything, my nose and mouth, and I put on sunglasses to keep my eyes protected, Um, especially the eyes, you know. So, like, as soon as I get home, you know, I get out of the clothes that I was in and I wash them in hot water and all that other stuff I, you know I do the best I can to take proper measures and sanitize the items that I purchase and everything that includes the freaking cane that I use to navigate with that too people don't realize it but you gotta sanitize your white canes too yes you do wow like do you use like Clorox wipes and things like that or Lysol spray to clean the canes and the handles and I've been like really really apprehensive about stepping out again because I'm a people magnet somehow people tend to want to come towards me if you are interested in sharing a story or any feedback or whatever on whatever you just heard um, either recently or like um, hundreds of episodes ago, you can send me an email to casu305 at outlook.com. And I'll say it again casu305 at outlook.com. Hello, hello, Dee. How goes it? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. Can you hear me very well? 
Absolutely. I just hope my background is decent enough and it's not too bizarre. <laughs> I mean, after all, it is quarantine time. Mm-hmm. So everybody is home and nobody's like able to leave or anything and they're not even aware that I'm doing this. <laughs> so, what are you up to in these days? Strange times. Um, sorry, I was cutting the nuts. Here. Um, boring as hell. Quarantining. Shit's crazy as hell. Um, yes. Just been, uh, just been chilling. Uh, fucking. Quarantine is like one of the most boringest shit ever like I can't (laughs) ah I hear it but you know I say to myself there is so much that could be done so I have no reason to be bored Mm -hmm. um you know I could get into some good braille books and read something funny and laugh Mm -hmm. um you know or just do some I don't know writing you know as we as we've discussed already I already wrote an article mm-hmm. um, that was supposed to go on the New York Times but apparently I guess mine was just too bold and too fresh uh, it didn't make the cut but I was like you know what I but already you did a really great job though so I don't understand how it, it was weird like the cut they gave me the impression that everything was gonna be successfully posted only to have me waste my time and not put my article in the news in the thing but they put everybody else's in there except for mine mm-hmm. and I'm like okay well screw you too don't ever waste my time like that again I know that much you should and do so a bad uh... I went and I created my own lane as always and this is what you gotta do as a disabled person in this world is make your own lane that was the first mistake I made was to ever think that they were gonna be even decent enough to put mine in there with everybody else's um I I wasn't even gonna share that link that they created because you know like first of all I'll just share my own story and I feel like mine would get more recognition even though you know it is the New Yorker it's a big magazine but Mm -hmm. whatever I'll do my own I'll always I'll always be on the outskirts I should have never expected to be included in something in the first place it spent 30 years of my life feeling excluded from things why start now exactly screw them I hope they never reach out to me again well, I'm sorry that you had wasted my time. Yeah, I'm sorry that you had a badass uh, experience. No, nah, it was just a waste of time. You should have charged them $500 for the time they wasted of mine. It's never too late. My time is precious just as much as theirs is. Yep. They need to be respectful and mindful of that. So. I'm done scolding them because it's bound, it's bound to go around anyways. They're going to hear it anyway. You know, 
Mm-hmm. But my article, you know, I put a lot of thought and effort into it. So it wasn't just something I slapped together and just called it a day. At least I made the decency of doing a photo description of mine, at least. Mm-hmm. You know, so it wasn't just a picture that was reading off codes. <laughs> I described my picture because I take, you know, I take consideration of other people that are reading my articles. And now it's being spread around with other disability advocates in the Boston area and out of state. So boom, there you got, you know, put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> it my story is is just as worthy as everyone else's. Exactly. So yes, I'm an extremely marginalized person in this lifetime. Very much so and I absolutely strongly agree. Mm-hmm. If I have a choice of being reborn as someone without disabilities or get back to another lifetime with disabilities, I mean, I don't know life without disabilities. So, of course, I'm going to go back to being how it was before. Mm -hmm. I'll continue to be Casper in the next lifetime. So, Mm -hmm. I don't, you know one way or another my story will always be out there right right if it's not in some magazine anyway mailed anyways brushing <laughs> <laughs> them off um this quarantining you know I try not to think of it as a bad thing I'm thinking yes. it I'm thinking of it as a lesson for everyone. Um, Either they learn from it or they'll continue to be admonished by the universe Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. until they learn. Mm -hmm. Brutal admonishment Um, or opportunities to do things indoors that they've never done before, like fixing your sleep pattern your sleep pattern has been damaged since college from those all-nighters and now 10 years later you have a chance to fix it so think about that Mm -hmm. I mean yeah it's very crazy Mm mhm sure is Mm -hmm. but besides your rant what um, what else have you been up to besides wasting your nice ass kind ass time on article right. my, my precious time on people who were not worthy of hearing my experience mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have just been repairing my sleep pattern from the you know the damages of like all nighters Um, and just uh, doing some internal reflections here and there Um, I think this is definitely the time for people to think about I guess get creative Mm -hmm. you can't get access to certain things that you're used to now you gotta get innovative and think of ways to actually get access to these things um like I'm worried for the people that have to be on medications in order to survive. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I want to suggest, like, I'm not no doctor or anything, but common sense says that if you're afraid that something's going to happen where you can't get access to your medications, you might want to consider getting more than you normally would and begin to accumulate on your supplies or whatnot. Um, that goes out to people with all types of underlining medical conditions that you need medicines for on a daily basis. Um, worried about that. Um, Massachusetts is trying to open up on little pieces of the state and I don't, I don't like that idea. And because it's going to spike things back up again and I'm nervous about that Mm -hmm. Um, there's going to be another wave of the COVID-19 oh lord you Christ well I'm not nervous at all because honestly in my opinion um, I do not I mean I miss when we all would be around each other and like be social and shit I mean like, why the hell would there be a such thing as, like, having a fucking... But, yeah, I get it. People don't want to get sick, so... Right, because this, this is something that's going to be extremely hard to pull off, like, get out, get out of. Even the seemingly healthy people don't pull off this, get out of this virus. And, yeah, I'm really nervous about that, and know. Uh, it's going to come to a time where um, we all have to, like, go out and, like, you know, go grocery shopping. Even that is a very nerve-wracking situation. Um, you know, you can take all the proper steps to avoid having something happen to you and still be nervous. I mean, naturally, that's what everybody... Everybody you're around is nervous. It, you don't see... Okay, so I last time I went grocery shopping was like several mm-hmm. weeks ago. And I ran into somebody who freaking, he had no mask or no gloves on. Wow. And I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? Like, you really, you're really going to sit here and play games right now. So I walked the opposite way. And just as, um, just as I was finishing paying for my stuff and I was leaving, that's when the whole store started to have a, a downpour of people coming in as I'm making my way out of there and taking a lift to go mm-hmm. home. This was bright and early in the morning, around like 7 something in the morning. Um, my thing is, I don't think I'll ever finish getting everything I need if I don't go with somebody because you know, with it's the lack one of, of those ice, things. And also, like you said, with that yeah. um, lack of eyesight and a slight amount of hearing that you have. Um, yeah, and <clears> lack <throat> of eyesight and lack mm-hmm. of hearing. You can't see things too good, nor can you hear people too well. And you don't know who's coming and up to you going to or you who's or behind you. Fucking lick their hand or whatever the hell they do. Oh my goodness, that's the thing. You know, like that is where you get extremely scared is because, you know, 
your sight and your hearing are the like two most important things that you use to get around in this world. And, and for those that have too. none of it, mm-hmm, definitely. Very much so. <clears throat> um, so what I do is I go early in the morning or like six o'clock in the morning. Um, when I know I'm definitely going to go grocery shopping, I'm up at like four in the morning getting ready taking my sweet time getting prepared packing up extra gloves to avoid cross contaminations and making sure my mask is on correctly um and you know I take my time you know it's when you get in there that's when you start getting anxious because people people don't know that you can't hear too well and it's like you don't never have like you're you don't never know what to expect at all Exactly. When it comes to this pandemic mm, that we're having, so. I mean, I feel like I've been blabbing for a long time, so oh, no. I'm gonna let you. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna give the microphone to you, mm-hmm. and you can tell us all about how you know you feel about this thing, especially shopping around as someone with blindness and things mm-hmm. like well, that during this pandemic you know even though i'm co-host even though i'm the co-host of your podcast i mean you're the whole thing so i just don't want to overly it's not that i'm not interested to just i don't want to overly talk because i'm just the co-host and just help you out go ahead we're sharing mm -hmm. the space (laughs) um so how i feel about this whole um pandemic honestly it's just like I've been grocery shopping not grocery shopping but clothes shopping uh last weekend and there's this um I mean it wasn't a crowd I mean it was just a few people but I mean people do over exaggerate like when we were checking out from the counter because I had something I had to I wanted to get something extra of and <clears throat> the lady at the counter was just like, oh, well, I don't think that you can return these pair of undergarments back because of the, the virus. And then my aunt was like, you know, who the hell, why the hell would we want to turn return underwear back because of a, a virus or, a, a, you know, bra back because of a virus? Like, that's retarded and then the lady just fucking walked off and I'm just like oh my god people are just ever since this whole coronavirus thing I mean shit just started changing and people just start acting a fucking whole different ways and it's just like it's crazy as hell you mentioned something very important you know this virus is bringing out the true colors of people who used to sit here and hide behind fake (laughs) smiles and being all chum and stuff like now now we see a real very much so (laughs) got these people who showing their real dusty up auras Uh 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 so is uh mr youngblood coming up here Nah, I think he's busy making some music, but I am going to showcase some of his music in this podcast today. And maybe next time um, we'll have him come back up. 
Oh yeah, I'll definitely look forward to having him on. I'm going to talk to him later on if I can get a chance to get a few messages out of him to, you know, like, hey, you want to be interviewed on this podcast about your own music? And I got a question or a handful of questions for him about, you know, his music. And I I want him to tell the listeners all about him if he wants, you know, what they, what he Mm -hmm. wants them to know. And I will, um, I will ask him some questions too, so we both have some questions for him to be asked. And what can I do as a co-host to help you get more people if you don't have their contact information or? Um, you can share the episodes to your Facebook page or Twitter and things like that. And you can also tag me in this Um, one too. Oh, definitely. I definitely will tag you in it when it becomes available on all the other platforms like Spotify, all those other things. I heard that my podcast made it to um, Radio Cast. (laughs) It's on there, guys. If you get a chance and you want to hear the podcast on there, you can go to Radio Cast and you can find it there. Um, I'm just seeing this from somebody else. Um, his name DJ Castratus he told me that and he, because he uses it and um, he he found my podcast on there so the, last like, one that, uh, the last one that you and I did that one too and the one with him he had some really good blends oh, so nice. yeah, he does good music yeah he's hoping to have him on he's interested in coming back hopefully we could get him mm-hmm. and I don't mind talking to him as well at least recording at times with uh, what is it three other people at once because they're all together in space most of the time mm-hmm. he's been available lately so it's great to have a co-host on um, you know, to have you on different voice, different perspectives but you know, everybody is showing their real color yeah uh, it's, it's color <laughs> <laughs> like some pretty grimy colors too, man mm-hmm. they're coming out, especially mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah Yes, from the least expected, you know. Oh my God, and that's the surprising thing about it. Oh yeah, and I'm pretty sure there's like tons of people doing podcasts about coronavirus. So I've oh already my God. taken it's all over. It's all I over. know. It's all over Instagram. I don't have Twitter, but I know it's all over Twitter. I mean, <laughs> so do you know if it's on Twitter or not? What? the coronavirus whole conversations like anything about the coronavirus it's on every platform you can get on yeah I know it's definitely on the news Mm -hmm. I don't even watch the news anymore I stopped watching the news five years ago officially um, because I saw some pretty disturbing things and I think it was because my housemate at the time just didn't like me at all 
And so she wanted to show me something on the news because she didn't like me. And she was just out to make sure I was as uncomfortable as possible. At the time, I was living in Minnesota. And she she basically was trying to take advantage of me. And I caught on very early on in her little game. And I stopped it in its tracks and she was upset because she couldn't take advantage of me the way that she wanted. And then she started showing me horrible things. So on the news, she purposely put it where they were showing video video clips of people in Somalia getting shot in the head and ran over by trucks and stuff like that. So I'm like, you basically called me over just to show me this because you didn't like me. Because you couldn't get extra money out of me and you just wanted to live. Oh, that's what it is. They want to use you for your money and try to get money from you. Yeah, she just wanted to live up under my freaking toenail. You know, (laughs) you ain't going to be living up under my shit like that. Pardon my French. Mm -hmm. Nah, you're going to go get your own or you're going to get out of my face. That's the only two options you got. Yeah. I mean, look, lucky she even got two options. Me and her had a pretty strong uh, conversation with some very strong words. And when I moved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wasn't coming all the way from Massachusetts to Minnesota for somebody to treat me any old kind of way, you know. So I had to defend myself and I did it pretty well. Uh, but when mm-hmm. I left out of there and I went into a new apartment by myself, um, she basically told everybody horrible things about me, but she didn't tell them what she did first to create that so I had to put her side of the story out there too because she wasn't telling the whole truth yes I defended myself against her and I'll tell you why and so I explained to them why and basically she was pretty much deemed a troublemaker until she was ran out of there and that's the end of that Uh (laughs) Um, I don't like people who do that you know that's not cool Mm -hmm. she just wasn't a nice person at all she was not nice Um, switching gears um, what what do you plan to do? What are your intentions? Um, you know, what are your what are your ideas for the times when all of this is different? Um, my ideas. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I would say, um, uh, when this is over, I was supposed to, and I told you this last week. I was supposed to go to the adult program, which is in Richmond. Um, But the doctors took advantage of my papers and lost them um, after they said they were going to do a blood lab report. Mm -hmm. Um, So they said it was going to be two days before my um, blood lab um, report comes out. And then they were going to call my mom and us 
so that way we could get the paperwork from VRCBBI, which is the place in Richmond where the Life, Leap, and Adult program is. Um, <clears throat> and so it's been more than two days, and my mom finally told me that the doctors has lost my paper. I am mad at the doctors for that. And I was friends on Facebook with one of the CNAs. Uh So I kind of told her off about herself and she was there. And the fakest thing ever happened. My cousin worked front desk. And she just sent me a friend request just because uh, that friend that I had um, sent me a friend request on Facebook and so I just removed it because I don't got time for fakeness um but um but what I want to do when this shit is over my VR counselor said that you wanted to come see me after this pandemic is over and I want to go to the adult program again I'm going to try again this year um and get my GED and get some more training done. So that we have to do some more stuff on my own and just uh, talk about and figure out how my case, how my case is going to go from there. Cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what I think. I'm going to definitely really truly do without really telling people much information is finally actually like get through the process of getting a guide dog from Leader Dogs in Michigan. I have been so terrible at getting this done. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm I'm not even going to lie. I was horrible at getting it done. I yeah. Mm. Let me so they got you. two uh, places for you to get uh, got because I know they have guiding eyes because I follow guiding eyes on Facebook and they also have a leader dog thing in Michigan as well. Do you follow any of those on Facebook? No, I go. I want to get mine from uh, Leader because they train people who have a combination of hearing loss and blindness with a guide dog and that's where I see myself going and the worst part about it let me tell you how I know I was absolutely horrible about finally pushing through I visited Michigan three times (laughs) and I still did not get that damn paperwork done Mm-hmm. And I can't be upset at all. If I have, I'm definitely gonna have to start all over again. And it's all my fault. So it's my fault for even taking long. I should have just blasted through all of it in the course of two months. You know, like get your fill out the basic part of the application, get your physical um, exam done by your PCP, and then get your eye report. And then do your guide dog video where you like answer questions in a video and you walk down the street with people recording you. That's an arduous task. And my part where I I had most of it completed. Here's where I kept having problems 
it was doing the video part. Uh, Boston is so heavily congested with traffic and construction. In the morning, I would go to the center where I could teach and everything is perfectly clear. There is nothing happening outside. And then you come back out later in the afternoon to go get some coffee and the roads are completely destroyed. You don't know when they have the time to do this. And that's when you want to go do some, like, a video recording of you walking. And somebody is going to be recording you walking. Mm -hmm. And as you turn a corner, you come face to face with this huge pillar of dirt that they completely ruin that whole street to where it's not even usable. So then it ruins your video. And then you get discouraged and you never have time to do it again because you're busy with life and you just keep putting it off until it becomes now so mm-hmm. I thought about getting a guide dog my mom wanted me to get a guide dog but it's just like taking care of a kid and mm-hmm. I am not ready to take care of a kid nor have any kids or have a guide dog but I don't mind I know, a guide dog I know that some people are different and like to each their own no disrespect this is just my opinion but, yeah. Um, I mean, they say, some people say a guide dog is better than a cane. And some, mm-hmm. people, have, some people have both. Um, but, um, uh, guide dogs, I don't know. Just, I don't know. I think where, like, I made the biggest mistake was I should have taken advantage of the opportunity to have my friend record me walking a few blocks down the street in Detroit when I was there, but that's not my home city. So I had to use my own environment to do the guide dog video in. I was like, fudge, (laughs) fudge, fudge, fudge. That would have been perfect timing the last time I went back in November because there was no construction the snow was barely even noticeable. It, like, it was totally possible to walk up and down the streets and cross the train tracks or wherever was on the ground. Um, it could have been done, but they specifically wanted me to walk around in the city of Boston. But Boston is like endless construction central. It's not like I can take a lift over to Salem and be like, hey, I'm gonna do this video. I'm walking down central part of Salem. I'm gonna cross a couple of blocks. That's also not my home environment. So I have to do something in the area that I teach out of or in my home environment. The home environment streetwise is not is also not very trustworthy either. It's kind of rough, you know, people are just nuts. You got motorcycles flying out of nowhere. So the area that I teach out of is a more conducive environment to get things done, but also the construction is unpredictable. Like I said, you can blink your eyes two times and the roads are destroyed Mm, in a matter of a couple of blinks. So you never know what you're going to find when you turn that corner. Mm -mm. Um, And I, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. This is crazy. Um, I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? Because apparently, 
I heard a few months, a while, like a few months ago, that they're doing, they were, they're having, like, talking canes or whatever. Have you heard uh-huh. about those? I have heard about the canes that talk, and I'm going to be absolutely honest. Okay, go ahead. That's, uh, that's what this podcast is for, and I just was asking you what were your thoughts on it. My thoughts, which are going to be completely honest, I do not think that the talking canes would be a good idea for many reasons. One, the cost. (laughs) Yeah. They know darn well that the majority of the blind and visually impaired community are unemployed. Where are they going to actually get the actual money to afford a cane that expensive? Not unless they're working a Puerto Rican um, engineering job or uh, or something or, uh, or you know entrepreneur. like yeah. So specifically, it's these things are not designed for a typical blind person. They're only doing it for the people that work at the state agencies. The state agency will purchase it for the employees only for them to have. Uh-huh. And these are the folks that are always getting driven around by state employees and and always getting cited guide. When do you actually see someone who works for the state agent traveling on their <laughs> own, not riding on somebody's shoulder? That They're the ones they're making. They're not making the canes for people like us who get around without shoulder surfing elbow riding, being driven around like a baby in a backseat of a car, <laughs> just to go down the sidewalk. Or across the street to someone's house. <laughs> do you want to be do you want to be driven down the street to, uh, to your client's house? <laughs> like, do you even need help putting your seatbelt on, too? Exactly. Come on, now. They're the ones making the canes for. They're not doing it for the independent ones. Um, you know, the cost-effective part about these smart canes, quote-unquote. Yeah. And when the technology breaks... are they? <laughs> that's the big question marks. Air quotations. Um, <laughs> like, the other part is it takes away from self-sufficiency. Like, who wants to have a cane that's going to be talking to them all the time? Where does it, when when does someone who use a cane, when are you going to actually learn to be self-sufficient for traveling by yourself if you're using a quote-unquote smart cane? Mm-hmm. Well, Get you a regular cane or, or a M- folding cane. Exactly, and learn the traditional way. Mm-hmm. Or either, I'm not mad at the people that want to get a um, smart cane. Or get a guide dog. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm saying if you are to get a smart cane for the people that aren't kind of a big cane user or a good cane user, y'all should just work on using a regular cane or a folding cane mm-hmm. before learning how to use a smart cane. Um, like I said, I'm not mad at people that want a smart cane or that has a smart cane. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I hope you guys know your regular cane skills. Um before going farther by using a uh, smart cane, quote-unquote. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. Uh, well, what are some other reasons why you don't think? I know you cleared up number one, but what are some other reasons? Uh, um, the second reason is you know, your standard orientation and mobility skills. You're practically throwing that away. And then your, your third is heavily dependence, heavy dependence on technology. What are you gonna do when the thing stops working properly? How do you, you know, are you gonna know your standard O&M skills? Are you gonna know constant con- two point touch or three point touch? pencil grip mm-hmm. and open palm grip are you going to even in you know, shoulder everything width? yes uh, and what is it called like it's shoulder something shoulder width when you take shoulder width pencil. yeah Swipe. shoulder width um well my opinion i mean we may agree to disagree but i mean i i do know how to use my regular skills but i know i'm probably i don't know but I do know how to use my, uh, the O&M skills, like the shoulder width, the palm the grip, gets the grip tip, the constant contact, and two-point touch, and um, the tapping or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, in my opinion, I would say, I mean, if you have the money, I don't care what you because it's, it's y'all's money, but y'all can get a smart cane. Uh, I mean, you guys, I don't see, I feel like they just want your money, in my opinion. (laughs) They want, they want the money that most people don't have. People are just going around making posts about it on Facebook, like you're really going to get it. I mean, I would second think, like, let's say if I was around someone that had a talking cane and they were showing me how to use it or whatever. And if I think it's interesting, I might get it. I mean, it depends on if it's doing too much for me or if it's, if it talks sometimes and then it just stops. Mm-hmm. Or it's just like you're holding a long GPS in your hand or some shit. <laughs> right. No, I'm not going to be too heavily reliant on technology like yes you can use technology in certain things but come on now all the way down to your cane like where's the originality in this I'm not you know I'm not shaming anybody but these are some logical realistic questions like no I I don't agree with the whole idea of the smart cane all the way down from the cost effective part of it down to taking away the purpose of traditional orientation and mobility skills you know I'm not an expert in O&M but um, I use my O&M skills every time I go out when I'm navigating up and down the stores everywhere you know I can get up the stairs effectively with my cane go down the stairs without even using the railings um, by just navigating with my cane, you don't need to, to know cane correctly. Um, but with that being said, uh, I guess that answers the questions about my thoughts on the smart cane. I've seen that floating around. Like I've I said. seen it floating around too, like during the summer and like 
like kind of in mid-August and September. Those are only out for people who work for state agencies that they will never pay for those things on their own. They're using the state's money to buy it. They're not putting out their own money for these things. You know damn well. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're just sitting there and everything is being given to them. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you, now we're going to go on to the conversation of uh, Google cars. Like, what do you think of those Google cars? I mean, I'll tell you my opinion, but I want to hear yours first. <clears throat> um, the Google cars? Mm-hmm. I mean, they uh, seem to the blind people. They seem oh. to the visually impaired people where it drives you. And uh, you put some, you put it where you want to go and then it drives you or whatever. And it talks to you. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. But also, they also need, like, you know, not trying to sound like, you know, that person that rains on a parade, but what about deaf blind people? Right. Yeah, make sure they get included, you know. Always want to include deaf, blind in it because we're not the afterthoughts of things. The even smaller population of people. But to answer the question and stay on point with the, uh, the focus of it, mm-hmm. um, I think it's a good idea. I think it has a good intention. Um, if I were to use a Google smart car or, you know, self-driving car, I would hope that it works well in tunnels because Massachusetts is full of tunnels. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be under no tunnel and all of a sudden it swerves and it goes into a wall or it just stops because the GPS connection just went by. Massachusetts is full of tunnels. So they go ground. They don't just stay on the surface. They go under the floor, up, through. So, I would, I would dare to try it. I would go and take a nice Google car and take a drive to Salem or to the uh, Nahant Beach. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I know, I think you can avoid tunnels, avoid the Mass Pike, if possible, to go to Salem. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my thoughts and opinion on a Google smart car, um, you know, I would have to have someone to ride with me shotgun a couple or a few times in there because I think it'll be scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it will be scary for a first, the first um, couple or a few times, um, especially where... You don't know what the speed limit will be on the car. You don't I know if you'll totally do it. Over. But I mean, if you can, if it talks and if it tells you like your speed and like if it gives more into detail, mm-hmm. and maybe I would think about riding an Uber car. Or I said Uber car, a Google <laughs> smart car with someone. I always, add, I'm always having to add something extra to this. You oh, know, my I have both in this podcast together. My my idea of a Google car 
I would want it to be a, um, a Hummer, a self-driving Hummer with LED lights under it. <laughs> Girl, like a party car. If I want um, to, I call shotgun. Oh, snap. And I would want tinted windows and just be listening to some good 90s music while I'm driving. Juvenile. Oh, man. Put the steering wheel. I want my, my self-driving car to still have a steering wheel. Just so mm-hmm. it could look like I'm actually driving it myself. Oh, yes. <laughs> Bumping juvenile. And... Yeah. That, that oh, would my be gosh. my only request for a self-driving car. Give me a stretched Hummer with LED lights, flashy colors under it, and some good stereo systems pumping in it. Oh my gosh, that would be. Um, yeah, it would like. Oh my god, alcohol shot. Oh yeah, because you don't have to worry about driving, you can drink uh, some champagne in the front seat by the steering wheel. But what if the, the smart car gets like goes into fat, uh, uh, fast speed and then uh oh? I don't know. I'm always thinking like, what if? But yeah, that would be cool. If you had some Captain Morgan or whatever. Right? Yep. Going over. Pull up to an overnight trip. Pull up to a car nearby. Time. Roll down the window and like deliberately pour your glass, pour your, pour yourself a glass of like mixed drinks. Uh-huh. And they're watching you drinking, and then the car is driving off. <laughs> <laughs> Let go. Classic. <laughs> that is my idea of a self-driving car. Tipped out. That honestly would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> if it was me, you, and my best friend, we were. I don't know if she'd be interested in <laughs> uh, the whole Google Smart Car thing, but. Hmm. Yeah, that would be cool. I would definitely drive in a smart car. Like I said, I would totally go for it. Mm-hmm. Um. I'll take it for a whole course with me. I'll even go grocery shopping or just go shopping at the mall. Mm-hmm. Um, or Mall of uh, America. Oh, yeah. That's like take a car over to Minnesota in an airplane, like a special ship or something, and drive around in that car down like around Minneapolis and good things like that. Um, it would be nice, honestly, to like to have the freedom to go wherever you want without relying on anybody because it's kind of annoying you know like to have to rely on other people and they're they try to tell you where they think you should go or tell you when and how to go like you want to get your own car so want whenever you feel like it and you just plug in the address and it does it for you i would drive it i'd have it drive me around i don't care oh that's nice nice Mm-hmm. I just that would be like the most liberating thing like I don't have to ask anybody I don't have to reason with anyone for something so simple do it myself like that's total independence mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. yeah I would like to test out one of those like give me it for like two days I'll tell you all about it. <laughs> oh, you're going to pick me up and I will go along with you. Absolutely. 
like I drive an hour and a half to go see my sister. I'll just pull up at the sidewalk, talk to her through the window, because mm-hmm. you know social distancing, uh, and then have it drive me back. But that Boston. doesn't stop me from sitting in the front seat near you. Nope. <laughs> and ah, <laughs> uh, yep. driving your own car man oh my gosh <laughs> I hope to be around during this awesome creation when they it's have actually... it now they have it now no like for it to be available for people to have like I guess the only people that can really have it would be like millionaires you know mm-hmm. maybe maybe not people like I said the ones that work for the state agencies are the only ones that can get access to this stuff for now. Mm-hmm. And like, we have to, I don't know, we have to refill gas or whatever, or if it shows you how, or, I mean, I've helped someone pop gas before in the rest of our car. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've driven, been- I've been driven around in an electric car before. Oh, you have? Yeah. Was it like those Google smart cars or was it a different? It was a different car. It had a driver, but it was a hybrid. It was one of those cars that didn't take gas. You had to charge it. And every time it stopped at a green light, it sounded like it stopped completely. It went at a full stop as if it turned off. And then it would just come back on again. I'm like, yo, it's kind of crazy. the way it stopped, you can feel it completely stop, like it wasn't gonna move. And I'm like, we're literally at the intersection in Boston right now, about to cross a massive intersection, and it stops just like that, cold. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, this is another discussion question I have. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to know because there is this app called Heads. Well, no, Talkspace. Headspace is a meditation sleeping app, but. Talkspace and what Talkspace is is it's like a FaceTime your therapist everywhere you go app. Yeah. I don't know if you heard of it but honestly if you have, like what are your opinions because I got some honest honest truth to spill about that uh, the Talkspace app. Like uh, I don't know much about it but you can definitely tell us. Uh, yeah. Talkspace is, I heard it on commercial and I got my friends to look it up in the app. At first I thought it was a great thing, but now the blind community has got me, uh, some of the people in the blind community has got, really got me not trusting people and my aunts on my dad's side also got me to not, uh, trust certain people. But the app, like, what if that particular person isn't certified, A, and B, 
what if that person goes back and tell other people in their family and like you don't even know the particular person and you're just going around spilling your personal information but like you guys are friends or something it's, uh, I don't it's know. called talk space mm-hmm. you should look it up it's yeah talk space it's like uh, talk to your therapist at like FaceTime your therapist everywhere you go at and they say it's free I'm going to look into this. I need to see something about this. But if you're telling me that, you know, it's going to be kind of cautious, as you should with anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't, I mean, I've checked it out. But I have not used it because, like I said, I mean, I thought, because I do like psychologists and counselors and I still do. Mm-hmm. Um... But it's like, I don't know, it's, mm. but yeah, you can check it out and see something about them because, mm. Mm. I'll go, I'll, I'll check Trust. it out, see what's up with this app, uh, give it a, a whirl or just look into it a little bit. And then there's also, I don't know if you heard of this app, but it's been on Facebook, but it's called House Party. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I feel like the app is just stupid in my honest opinion. Because, like, how the hell? All right, so basically, guys, for listeners who don't know what House Party is, House Party is an app where you can video chat up to uh, eight people. And... Yeah. I mean, you can do that off Messenger. And you could just name a Messenger group with up to eight people. House party. I honestly do not get it at all. And then I was asking my friend off of Dabble. I was like, well, uh, well have you had this at house party before? Um, what does it do? Like, why is it basically called house party? When I mean, it's just, I don't know. And then he, uh, he was just like, I don't know, I mean, it just lets you know if, if somebody joins the video chat, it'll let you know if, for example, if it would have said Casper is in the house. <laughs> and he said you could also play games on here too. Okay. But I don't know. I don't know why it's stupid in my opinion. I don't know. I don't want to get too caught up in all these apps. I mean, I have one of them already, like Dabble. I feel like I'll be running into the same people I was on in, I was with in the other app, you know, but um, it's okay. You know? Um, you know, thanks for sharing that information about this app or these other apps. Um, mm-hmm. And now you got me wondering about these like uh, self-driving cars I've heard about and how I really, really want to get a pimped out stretched Hummer or like a vintage stretched Cadillac with hydraulics on it that could drive around for me. (laughs) Oh, man. That would be classic, like super pimped out. Now you just got to get a fedora hat to go with that stretched Cadillac. 
mm-hmm. a wall of hats just to look like a pimp. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Always got some cognac in the car. Ooh, that does sound good. <laughs> With some 90s music. Oh, snap. With some cuss words in them. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> so is this about done yep we are practically finished and if you want to let everybody know where they can find you and stuff like that you know spill it let everybody on here know okay um okay. well guys you can find me on facebook you know that's my favorite social media like i said earlier in the podcast uh before in the other one just let me know who you are. Just message me and let me know who you are. You could just say, hey, this is such and such. I was one of the lis- listeners off of Cassandra's podcast. Or, hey, this is such and such. I listen to your podcast, this, that, and the other. Um, you could also find me on Instagram. And I mean, as long as you guys aren't hackers, fake people, and drama starters. <laughs> like I said, all I remove people easily. I mean, not easily, but quickly. I don't know exactly who you are. So either text me. I said text me. Message me off Messenger uh, to let me know exactly who you are or at my timeline. Awesome. Thank you so much. And uh, to having you as a co-host again in the very near future with maybe a few more people at once on the next Mm -hmm. episode. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely. I'll on FaceTime after this. Okay, oh, I was going to talk, uh, call my best friend because I told her I was going to call her back when I'm finished. But, All right, uh, cool. you can, um, what you can do is you can tag me in them when they're finished on Apple Podcasts and, um, God, what is it called? Oh, Spotify. Oh, yeah, definitely. I got Because I tried sending the one that you shared me off of iMessage, and Mm -hmm. it was not working. So I was just like, you can just tag me in them. All right, cool. All right. All right. Bye. Hi. Hi, Casper. Hi, I have to introduce myself to you, which I'm so happy to do. I'm Jay Siobhan. I just found you in an interview with Coupon Queen Pen, and I have to say I loved you guys' interview. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the segment about being unapologetically you, and that should be a book (laughs) that you should write or a topic of your next podcast about being unapologetically you. Okay, and why apologize for being you when you're when you yourself is so inspiring, so extraordinary. You have an extraordinary life and you're striving and it's such a blessing. And I just would love to work with you one day, you know, which would be up to you. But I would love to work with you one day. I love your spirit. So I'm wishing you love, showing you love, blessings and much more success. Okay, and you have another listener. I'm here and I'm happy to be with all of them. Dope. Just dope. Keep up the good work. I'm paying attention. I'm watching.
Yeah, I got the sweat. Yeah, I got the bag. Yeah, I got the sweat. Young little boss. In the sweat. Yeah, I got the sweat. Yeah, I got the bag. Yeah, I got the sweat on me. Yeah, I got the bag. Yeah, I got the sweat. Yeah, I got the bag, and I know I got the sweat. Sweat dripping in the Yeah, 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 yeah. Get into the motherfucking bag. The bag. Young 